Welcome to the Accra Community Church Podcast. As you listen to God's word today, may it become for you fresh water for your thirsty soul, give you hope to cope, and wisdom to thrive, excel, and become everything God says you are. God bless you as you listen to today's sermon. I read from John chapter 16, verse 7 to 15. John chapter 16, verse 7 to 15. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin because they believe not on me. Of righteousness because I go to my father and ye see me no more. Of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. I have yet many things to say unto you, but you cannot receive them now. But when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. He shall glorify me, For he shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore said I that he shall take of mine and shall show it unto you. Amen. Acts chapter 1 from verse 4 to 8. Acts chapter 1 verse 4 to 8. While he was meeting with them, he ordered them, Don't leave Jerusalem. Instead, wait for what the Father has promised, about which you heard me speak. Because John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit a few days from now. Now those who have gathered together began to ask Jesus, Lord, Is this the time when you will restore the kingdom to Israel? He answered them, It isn't for you to know what time or periods the Father has fixed by his own authority. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses to Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this precious promise of your Holy Spirit, the comforter, the teacher, the leader, the one who speaks your truth. We thank you that as we are gathered this morning to hear from you, we pray 
for the fresh unction of your Holy Spirit upon our lives today. In Jesus' name, amen. In John chapter 1, verse 12, the Bible says, Jesus came to his own, and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, he gave them the power, or he gave them the right to become God's children. As many as received him, he gave them the power to become God's children. The verse that follows says that they that are born, not by the will of humans, but the will of God. When we receive Jesus Christ, immediately we receive Jesus Christ, God sends his Holy Spirit into our lives. The new birth Jesus spoke about in John chapter 3 when he met Nicodemus. Jesus spoke about the new birth. And he spoke that a man has to be born of the water and of spirit. Unless you are born of the water and of the spirit, you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So whenever we receive Jesus into our lives, there is a new birth that takes place. That is God sending his spirit to integrate with our spirit and give us this complete new life. Our spirit is regenerated. It's made anew. And that is called the new birth. And Ephesians chapter 1 verse 13 to 14 tells us that when God sends his spirit into our lives, that spirit becomes a seal in our lives. It is the evidence, the witness that we belong to Christ. And the Bible says that that seal stays with us or the Holy Spirit lives with us until the final day of redemption. And the Bible says that that becomes the evidence of the purchased item. Christ gave his life to purchase us back from the hands of the devil. So whenever we give our lives to Jesus, he sends his Holy Spirit into our lives. And this Holy Spirit lives with us until that day. And when Jesus comes from his own, the Holy Spirit is the evidence that you belong to Christ. And so typically when Jesus was born, Bible says that he was conceived by the Holy Spirit. Mary gave, uh, conceived by the Holy Spirit. So Jesus was never born just as we were in the nature of sin. He had the nature of God. He lived all his life a righteous person. But then when Jesus got to 30 and he got baptized... In the Jordan, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit descended upon him. And his, God spoke and said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. And the Bible says Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, was led into the wilderness. And that is where his ministry started. For 30 years, he had the Holy Spirit in him. But when it was time for ministry, he needs to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So, Acts chapter 10 verse 38 says, How God anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Spirit and with power. Every believer at your new birth, when you receive Jesus Christ, you receive the Holy Spirit. 
When Jesus rose from the dead and he met the disciples in a closed room, he breathed on them and said, receive the spirit. They received the spirit of new birth. But then he told them from what we just read in Acts chapter 1. He said, don't leave Jerusalem until you receive the promise of the Father. For you will receive power. You will be baptized with power from on high. In Luke chapter um, 24, he describes this. He says, you'll be clothed with power from on high. That is what we call the Holy Spirit baptism. So, we are children of God. We are born again. We have the new birth. We have the Holy Spirit in us. But we need the baptism of the Holy Spirit, which is the authorization, empowerment, enablement, that God gives us to be able to perform the works of God, to stand as witnesses for God. And so Jesus says, you need to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Every believer, after receiving Christ, one of the greatest things you have to desire is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Being born again is not enough. It is good. It gives you the evidence that you belong to Christ. You are saved. But to work the works of God, you need the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And so Jesus gave this promise. For you to be witnesses of me. A witness is somebody who has evidence to give. Not just hearsay. None of us here was there when Jesus was crucified. How can we be witnesses of Jesus? We can be witnesses when we have an experience with him. Paul never saw Jesus in person. But after he persecuted the church and he met Jesus and Jesus transformed his life, Paul was able to go to an extent that people could not understand. He was stoned, but he was ready to die for his faith. Why? Because he has received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. That enablement, that empowerment, that strength that the Holy Spirit gives. And when Jesus was given the promise of the Holy Spirit in John chapter 16, he says that it is good for you that I leave. Imagine you being with Jesus. Jesus being here physically present. Everywhere he went, he was doing good, performing miracles, great works. Yet he said, it is better for you that I leave. Why? Because if I leave, someone will come. And the role he will play will not be limited to one person staying at one place. The transforming power, when Jesus was around, the disciples did not perform miracles. One little boy was brought to them, and they struggled. They struggled with just one. But when Jesus left, an apostle Paul, who was a persecutor of the church, when he received the Holy Ghost, the Bible says even his work closed, apron. After he has finished working and left his aprons to go and preach, people come and pick his apron, send it to the sick people. They just touch the clothes and get healed. The power of God was at work. That is what Jesus has asked us to do. We must not just be limited to being born again. But we must receive that baptism 
that clothing, that power from on high that comes upon us and energizes us to manifest the Jesus we believe in. To make us witnesses of this Jesus we believe in. So Jesus says that I will send you the comforter. Sometimes it is difficult as Christians to understand the issues of life. One of the difficult ones is why good people die. Why good things happen to good people? Why bad things happen to good people? It is a question we have difficulty to answer. But when the helper comes, when the Holy Spirit comes upon us, he's able to unveil what we are seeing in the human form and make us see greater and bigger things than we are seeing. Bible says that he will lead us to all truth. The limitations that nature has put on us. We are limited from seeing the spiritual world. But when the empowerment comes, it takes us beyond these limitations. It makes us see beyond the limitations of man. When he is come, he will be the comforter. The comforter also means that the helper. He is the one who helps us. Another word for him, the, the, the Greek word used, parakletos, means an advocate. The one who speaks for you. The one who defends you. The one who stands by you. The one who, who counsels you. He is our counsel. He is our comforter. He is our lawyer. The one who speaks on our behalf. Peter, a timid man who could not stand a little girl, now have to stand before thousands of people and speak the word of God. The same Jesus he denied three times now has to declare him publicly why? Because there is an empowerment. The Holy Spirit had come upon him. And he's able to do what normally, naturally, he couldn't do. The Bible says that the people looked at them and said, these people have worked with Jesus. When they realized that all of them were illiterates, yet the kind of wisdom, the knowledge, the understanding they were displaying cannot come from any other source than from above. That is what the Holy Spirit does to us. When he comes, he enables us to go beyond what we can do naturally to the supernatural. And so Jesus says that we should pray that we will receive the Holy Spirit. On the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit came and Peter preached to the church, he told the church, this promise that God gave it's not only for them who were receiving it that day, but it says for us, for our children, our children's children, and all the people of all generations that Christ will call. If Christ has called you today to be his follower, then the promise of the Holy Spirit is for you. Sometimes we question Yes, we have read the powerful things that happened in the Bible days. But we don't think it is happening today again. All that we need is that God needs somebody to avail himself and say, Here I am. Fill me with your spirit. Amen. Today I just came here to encourage us that there is a promise for us. A promise that Jesus himself made. 
A promise that Jesus considered greater than any other thing before we go to heaven. And that is the Holy Spirit. The baptism of the Holy Spirit. He says, wait for it. He told the disciples, don't move. Yes, you have seen me. I have risen from the dead. Yes, you have witnessed. You can talk about me rising from the dead and you seeing me physically. But I know what it means. When you go out there and you are intimidated and they question you, you wouldn't be able to answer. For you to be true witnesses, wait for the Holy Spirit. This morning we are just going to pray that God will release his Holy Spirit. Do you have a desire to see the things that you have read in the Bible? How God used ordinary men to do extraordinary things. Have you wondered why it's not happening in your days? It is because God is looking at you. Are you ready to receive that baptism of the Holy Spirit? That fresh unction, that power, that enablement that is able to make you do more than you can naturally do. That which everybody will testify that this is not of you, it is of God. No one else but Christ. Have you been looking up to some people to pray for you? You hear that there is a man of God here. There is a prayer meeting going here. It is very powerful. And therefore you are chasing after miracles. When you can be the source of miracles. This year we have declared as a year of Miraculous possibilities. And for us to experience the miraculous, what is beyond the human ability, what we can testify that this is nothing but God at work. We need the Holy Spirit baptism. The power from on high, the promise of the Father. I will send unto you the comforter, the helper, the spirit of truth. He will lead you to all truth. He will take that which is of me and give it to you. He will take that which belongs to Christ and give it to us. He will manifest in us the character of Christ, the fruit of the spirit. The Bible says in Galatians chapter 5 verse 16, for the fruit of the spirit is joy, love, peace, gentleness. It may be a character you were struggling with, but when you receive this empowerment, you don't need to do anything. It is the power of the Holy Ghost at work. That transformational power. The character of Christ manifests in you. Says when they received the Holy Spirit, they went out there and they started to perform the works of God. The nature of Christ. When we start seeing the gifts of Christ at work. We see miracles. We see healing. We see faith. Extraordinary faith. We see word of wisdom. Word of knowledge at work. The power of the Holy Spirit at work. Christ is more willing. In the book of Luke he says that. If you. He says which of you. When your child should ask him for bread, will give stone. Or if your child should ask you for fish, you will give a serpent. He said, if you who are evil 
knows how to good, give good things to your children, how much more will your heavenly father not give the Holy Spirit to anyone who asks? He spoke about bread. He spoke about fish. But when it came to what God will give, he says the Holy Spirit. God wants to give us the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is God himself. Are we ready to receive the Holy Spirit? Sometimes, like my mom, when she has to pray for the Holy Spirit, she was afraid. Hey, what if I get a wrong spirit? God says that he knows how to give good things to his children. If even humans knows how to give good things, take up that doubt and know one thing. God will, if you ask God, he will send his Holy Spirit. Let's pray. I want us to pray this moment just in a minute or two. Just ask God to send his Holy Spirit into your lives. That empowerment from above. That strength from above. We ask him for that unction of the Holy Spirit. Fresh unction the feeling by the Holy Spirit. Baptism in the Holy Spirit. The promise of the Father. Holy Spirit right now. Receive the Holy Spirit right now. In Jesus' name. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for infilling your people. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you for fresh fire. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You know, when we talk about Amen. the infilling of the Holy Spirit, if you grew up in Africa, maybe you just saw churches disturbing in your neighborhood and people doing shabalabalabalaba, and you can't sleep. And you think that's all it is, but it is nowhere near that. Amen. The Holy Spirit is your guide for life. And imagine having a guide who knows it all, who has seen it all, who's been there before, who has the blueprints for your life, who knows God's original design for you. And this guide is not somebody you see once a month or somebody you call on as and when they have time for you. 
but is with you. John Wesley said, God is closer to you than you are to your own self. Imagine somebody who is so in you that he's closer to you than you are to your own self. But this person also happens to know everything. And he says, I will guide you into all truth. Amen. You know, <laughs> think about the God who created the universe. He created the elephant and created the ant. And he says, I can indwell you so intimately, so intimately. And I'll be with you always to the very end of time. This is the Holy Spirit. It is not the noise. And, and so when you meet somebody who says they have received the baptism of the Holy Spirit and their life is fruitless, if the only evidence is that they speak in tongues, they haven't received the Holy Spirit. And if they truly have, the, the, the sadness is they don't know what they have received. They don't know the value of what they have received. Amen. You won't find a single person in scripture who received the Holy Spirit and stayed the same. Not possible. Not one. Not one. And just to clarify, not everybody who receives the Holy Spirit speaks in tongues. It's very important to know that. It's a beautiful gift. Desire it. When I received the Holy Spirit years ago, I was barely a teenager. On that very same day, on the very day I gave my life to Christ, I received the Holy Spirit and I spoke in tongues. But that is not everybody's story. But if you ask him, if you ask God, he'll give you. It is not in the drama. It is in the promise. Amen. It is in the promise. It is the Father's promise to you. And he's eager Amen. So if you have asked for it, you have received it. Amen. For some of you, I've, I have, I've had people I prayed with, they, they'll be asleep and then they wake up and they are speaking in tongues. Or, uh, one woman was having a conversation with her son and they both broke out speaking in tongues. It's beautiful. But that's not all. Amen. The Holy Spirit gives us much more. Amen. Covet it. Desire it. Desire walking with the Holy Spirit. Society will place a lot of barriers. <laughs> some are visible, some are invisible, some are cultural, some are systemic, some are political. You know, and the only one who can truly help you navigate. When the prophet Samuel stood in the house of Jesse to choose a king, First son comes, he was handsome, he was tall, he was good looking, he was eloquent. And says, this must be the one. And God says, no. A man sees on the outside. That's the human limitation. What we see, what we smell, what we touch. But says, I, I see different. And when the Holy Spirit is upon your life, there will be many life situations where everything, the person ticks all the boxes. Everything about the business deal, everything about, everything looks perfect. And the Holy Spirit tells you, nope. 
And after a while, you get to understand why. Amen. Desire the Holy Spirit. He will transform your life. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's sermon. If it blessed you, share it with a friend. For more information on how to fellowship with Accra Community Church, visit our website, www.accrachurch.org. God bless you.